Hi everyone. Today's video has three points and you're going to want to stick around because the third point is a secret as to a very easy way to get a bump in sales by making one particular adjustment to your description. So today's video we're discussing nonfiction book descriptions that sell books. So when you're first getting started with self-publishing you're going to have to come up with a description and you don't know exactly what the description should look like or what it should contain. And that's why I created this video. By the end of this video, you're going to know what role descriptions play when it comes to selling your books. You're going to have the steps necessary to go through your description and fix it to increase sales and you're going to feel great that you're not leaving money on the table just because you didn't understand the role that the description on your book plays. So where to start? This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. Hit the subscribe button below if you'd like for me to make more videos like this one and check out in the description and if you would like to join me with a one-on-one -on -one free discovery call Go ahead and just book your session and we will meet up and I can take a look at your specific book and we'll map out what the next steps are for your self-publishing process. So just go ahead and check that out. So from my own story, when I first got started, my very first book descriptions were breaking all of the rules. There was, it was about achieving goals, but the one goal I wasn't achieving was getting a lot of sales on the book. And the description, not optimizing the description, played a very big role of this in this area. The first thing I did was that my entire description was one huge block of text. And so gave a summary of the book, which also was a problem, where it just told what the book was about, and it gave this huge wall of text. So the thing was, is a wall of text is hard to read. When a person sees it, you feel like, well, I don't really have time to read, read through all of this. It's just so difficult to chew on, but that was what they got when they purchased my book, which is very unfortunate because that will cost you sales because functionally, if it's there, they're not going to read it with this huge wall of text. The next thing was is that all of the text was exactly the same size. There weren't any italicized or bolds or fonts or, or headers or anything like that. It was just a huge wall of text, all the same size. So nothing stands out. And when nothing stands out, they're really not going to read this particular text. The, the other thing was it didn't call the people to buy it or to do anything. So, so it was just sitting there and you, you read through it. Okay, I, I understand what the book's about now. I mean, I guess that's good if they actually read it, but then it's not clear what the next step is. Now we think they might know that, but it really wasn't clear to my readers. And in reality, it all did terribly. And one of the reasons was specifically because of the book description. And when I later discovered the power that can be released by a properly written book description, it made a huge difference when it came to the sales, at least as one. Sometimes it's hard to identify which thing you fix and how it impacts specific sales. But when you're going through the process of putting together the description and you're optimizing different things on your book, you discover over a period of time that maybe it's this or maybe it's that. You don't know which one of these things you fix, but descriptions are incredibly important. And this is one of the reasons why I'm hitting it today. Nonfiction book descriptions that sell books. So the first thing when it comes to your book description is that 
It is about tempting the person to buy your book. It is not about telling them what all of the book is about. It's not, and this would also apply to fiction as well, but for nonfiction, we're not telling them all of the tips that we're gonna show them in the book. Rather, we're gonna open a bunch of loops. We're gonna use questions that we're gonna be asking them. Do you have a problem with this? Does your puppy have problems sleeping at night? You know, as a, you know, my usual classic one, which is the puppy training model. So we're looking at these specific things. We're helping them to feel the pain, and we're also looking at the benefit. Imagine what it would feel like if your puppy slept through the night. Imagine what it would feel like if your dog comes when you call to it. Imagine what it would feel like if your puppy was trained to, to go to the, the, the bathroom outside, right, as opposed to inside. And so we're looking at the benefits and not the how-to aspect. So it's what's in it for me is what a lot of people are thinking about. When they get to your description, we're trying to tempt the person to buy. And those are done by asking open loop questions. Do you suffer with these problems? And then we simply throw the benefit, which is you will get this out of the book. By the end of this book, you're going to simply have that the, the benefit, which is like with the puppy example, you know, you're going to feel great about the about your puppy no longer doing these things, or that your puppy is just friendly and cozy and following the rules that you've set out for the puppy. Does that make sense? So in other words, the we're, we're only two things. We're not telling them how we're going to solve their issue. We're simply asking, do they feel this pain? And what is the benefit they're going to get if they read the book? Those are the two things. The how, that is what they have to buy the book in order to get, to jump over the chasm between I'm sitting with this problem which you're talking about and then the benefits they're gonna get out of it. And this is something that no matter what you're selling, but specifically with your books, you need to make sure, these nonfiction books, that you are not telling them how you're gonna do it. You're not gonna say, I'm gonna show you how by using this little clicker and giving them a little Scooby snack every time they manage to do a trick or use the toilet or, you know, you don't put this into the description because we don't wanna tell them how we're gonna solve it. We just simply tell them what it's gonna feel like and that this problem will be resolved by the end of the book. Number two, you should be using bullet points and different fonts to make it easier for the reader to use the three to five seconds they will give it. Many readers, when they get to the sales page and they see your description, they'll remember the goal is as quickly as possible to communicate this book is for you. If it is for them, if it isn't for them, they need to know this book isn't for me. And then it, then they self they, 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 they simply do not purchase, right? But they're gonna give you about three to five seconds. The way that we do this is with headers and bullet points. Like we were talking about before, your headers are gonna say, do you struggle with this? Do you struggle with weight loss? Do you struggle, your plants all, your tulips die? Do you see how this goes? We start with our, we have a question, and then we say, and by the end of this book, your tulips are gonna be amazing and are gonna impress your neighbors. Does that make sense? Or you're gonna watch the pounds fall off, these sorts of things where you're putting promises in, into the thing, but you're not telling them how you're doing it. You know, so if it's a paleo book, you might start with the problems you experience and then how, and not how, but what it will feel like and what the results will be. Those are the two things. You have the before and after. Does that make sense? This is the reason why the model of the before and after is so powerful. Here's what you're gonna be like before state, and here's what you're gonna feel like in the after state. But the in-between, you need to buy the book, buy the program, whatever it is, in order to get over that chasm that is there. And so, and how do we do that? We're gonna do it with these bullet points and these headers. When the eyes see it, it quickly sees, oh, I see, there's only like three of these main ones, and then you have the bullet points under each, and they can quickly scan through it 
We're also going to help them by using boldface text. Now, you may have to learn a little bit of HTML, and there's websites that actually do this you can look at that show you how to properly format your, your text so that when you put it onto Amazon, it's going to have boldface things. So the eyes, they immediately will see those boldface things, and those boldface texts, those are the keywords that the person they're looking for. Does that make sense? Like puppies or no more pain or whatever it is, like if it's a back pain book or something, right? Does that make sense? So the promises are there and the bold face helps them do it. So look, if a person, the thing is, is if you give your description to somebody in three to five seconds, let's say we give them five seconds, okay? We give them five seconds where they can quickly look at that description and then we pull it away. Are they going to be able to say what value this book is promising to deliver? Does that make sense? So when they're, when they're looking at that description, they're going to be like, oh, this is exactly, this is for me. And that's what our goal is. Not, oh, I see you're going to solve this problem by this and this and this. We, we don't want to get into that. We're not going to tell them the how. We don't want to spoil, like a fiction book, spoiling the, the story inside of our description there. Um, and fiction has a little bit differently, but you still don't want to use the wall of text there either. But you're going to be pulling them into the story, making the, the main character. You're going to have open loops there without spoiling anything. Does that make sense? But but with the, with the nonfiction, it's all about telling them, uh, helping, asking the questions whether they feel the pain of this particular problem that you're going to solve and then how it will be, how the benefits that they will get when they solve it. And this HTML and using these bullet points, this is a, uh, this is a, a key issue to getting this done. Let me know if you have any questions upon how to do that or that website I can share if this is of interest to you. Number three, the secret answer of the day is make sure you have a call to action at the end because it's going to increase your sales by about 10 percent is what it usually comes down to. And what do we mean by call to action or CTA? You may have heard it. It's that when we get to the very last thing, they, they're, they're, you're going to use your header one, this large font at the bottom that says, uh, and click at the top, the buy now button at the top in order to purchase this book. We want them to exactly click the button. You have to tell them, click the button at the top of the page to purchase this book book now, today or something, right? So you're telling them a call to action is saying that. Now you might be thinking, well, if they want to buy the book, they're clearly going to do it. Well, the answer is no, they are not clearly going to do that. This is something that is incredibly important. I don't care what it is you're dealing with. Most people, they actually have to be, you leading them down, you're showing them how you're going to solve their problems through this book of yours. But when they get to the end, they might be like, well, maybe I should think about it. And that means they will never purchase this book. Rather, we want to say, and now you need to do this right away. Okay, and I remember if you watched like infomercials in the old days, I don't know if they're even on anymore, but this is what they would be doing. They wouldn't say, you know what, go think about it for a week, whether you want to purchase this fancy mop or whether you want to purchase this cleaning solution or whatever it might be. Does that make sense? And so they would they would say, and you need to hit it now because now is the time, you know, while quantity supplies last or, or along these lines. Does that make sense? So, but what we're doing is, and again, we're trying, we already said that the description is a clear match. We're not selling or saying anything that isn't true, but we're, we're putting we're using words and we're and, and the call to action plays out with this to push and move this person through so that they will look at it and go, this is a fantastic uh, deal. This is exactly, this is going to be great for me. This is something I definitely want to do. And so that is another, another aspect of why you want to do this call to action. And it is very effective no matter what you're selling, but specifically these nonfiction books, we want to make sure that person does not miss their opportunity. They click that buy now and then they move forward. So
What mistakes on your descriptions have you made? I want to know, so please let me know below in the comments so I can, because I really need to understand if you found any other mistakes that you've made or maybe maybe things that you have I just mentioned and check up above me here for more video answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.